you want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme, well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes, and please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just saying no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks? Welcome to this week's episode of Drunk Wrestling History. I'm your designated host, Adam, and with us, as always, are the Drunk Wrestling Historians themselves. This is Eddie, Woozle Wuzzle. And this is Scott. It's Ghetto Blaster time, fool. Just want to welcome all of you. Uh, we're coming to you from the Drunk Wrestling History Drunker Dome, where uh, we have uh, moved our recording sessions. We've got a fun episode planned for you today. In the meantime, uh, what do we have to wash ourselves down with? I'm drinking a Rodenbach Classic Belgian Sour Ale that you got for me. And also a beautiful gift from Adam, Sonoma Springs Brewing Company. This one is called Noise Complaint. It is a tropical West Coast IPA, and it's delicious. So cheers, brothers. Chaim. Salud. I got Hank's Gourmet Root Beer from Philadelphia. Total Wine and More uh, has been a recent interest of mine. <laughs> if it's called Hank's, it's classy as fuck. Exactly. That's yeah. That, Hank's a classy guy. Absolutely, the classiest. I think I remember from like one of the previous recordings. This was my favorite of the four, so just uh, caved in again. Uh, before we get into it, uh, just a few reminders for all of you. If you need to look sexy as fuck, I use the word, I, not the abbreviation. You're a real man. I know. We increased the budget a little bit out of the performance center into the Drunker Dome. Therefore, uh, add a few more syllables, but. Uh, get those Drunk Wrestling History t-shirts on whatamaneuver.net. I want to correct myself from a previous episode of like uh, saying they're mass produced uh, uh, something or whatever, some stupid shit I said. These are great quality on-demand printed shirts when you order. I think I said like ma- mass produced on-demand, which contrasts each other. But yeah, really, really soft quality. You're going to look awesome wearing these, especially... If you're into wrestling, into drinking, this uh, goes well for you. So make sure that you head over there, whatamaneuver.net. Yeah, I just have a couple of quick things. Um, the first thing is we are officially starting with this, ep- I guess with last week's episode. I don't know if you want to call it last week's episode or this week's episode, but we are officially going back to weekly episodes starting now. Um, we figured out kind of between... Being able now that we can get together again, um, we have our social bubble you know, out here in California where you, you can see twelve people or whatever it is. Um, and then the FaceTime recording ended up working out pretty well, so we figured we can go back to weekly. Now there are going to be times where we don't have a show just because shit happens and we don't get around and we run out of we don't get around to recording. Maybe we drank too much. Maybe we drank too much. Maybe someone went to Taco Bell the night before. It happens. I'm sure at some point we'll have to take a week off here and there, but in general, we're going back to weekly. Um, we're recording a couple times in the next month, and I think we're going to have enough stuff for that to get through the rest of the year and into the beginning of next year. So we should be pretty much, most of the time you can count on us being up every Friday. 
Um, I also want to say congratulations to Jeff for winning our last giveaway. We've done two giveaways now. He's won both of them. He's just on a streak like the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, like right. He's just yeah. every contest. Yeah, he's the Undertaker of drunk giveaways. <laughs> he really is, yes. So, yeah, he was the first one to respond with, um, it was the Adam with the... The referee camera. The referee camera. He knew which pay-per-view we were doing an episode on. So, uh, congratulations to him. Um, so, I saw... I have. We've never done this before, but... Um, and I'm not going to turn this into a regular thing, because most of the people I follow on Twitter are... I don't know. Uh, the people I follow on Twitter are fine, but uh, nobody's as funny as this fucking guy. So I just wanted to point out the funniest tweet I saw this week. It was from a guy called Monkey B Block, <laughs> right? I don't, does that mean something that I don't know? No, no, but I just know the tweet that you're you referring to. You know the tweet, to, right? Because you it sent it to me, yeah. <laughs> so he's at monkey underscore buckles. I don't know what any of this shit means, but his tweet said to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to TJP, I could see the comparison between him and Eddie Guerrero. They both had as many good matches in the last five years. <laughs> and it took me a second to get that tweet, and when I got it, I hold. It's the funniest shit I've ever read. That's savage as so, fuck, dude. Yeah, so I really just wanted to, I really just wanted to put that out there. It, it, cheers to Monkey Buckles. I don't even know if he follows solid. us. I don't know if he listens to the show, but it doesn't matter. That's a solid tweet. Yeah, that was a great tweet. Follow or not, hey. Yeah. Cheers. Um, also, I don't know if anyone here. Yeah, I have a sip too. I don't know if you guys know this, but this week is three years since uh, Bobby Heenan died. Oh, it so, is. Yeah, so I just wanted to point that out and just. Well, let's know. also saw, point out you, you have a Bobby Heenan figure. Mike, Mike Do you have yeah. a Bobby Heenan figure? Yeah, Mike Tanay tweeted about it. That was where I saw it. Yeah. Um, so we love Bobby Heenan more than anyone on this show. Very so true. Just wanted to. Just Greatest performer that. of all time. Greatest performer of all time. And we have a podcast about it. Go back and download that episode where we talk about why he is the greatest performer in wrestling of all time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's about it. I think we're ready to uh, get into the show. Adam? Let's do this. Uh, maybe this is debate-worthy. Uh, it's going to be interesting how we assemble this. Uh, this week, we are going to be ranking all of Hulk Hogan's world title reign or title reigns. Uh, so for context, there are 12 that we are going to be using. Uh, this is a combination between WWF and uh, WCW. There are two uh, title reigns that are going that are, were like corrected within the day or within like an extremely short period of time, uh, just to cover the basis. And uh, for some of you who uh, may decide to go like, "Hey, don't you remember that title reign?" Those aren't being counted, and you can move on with your life. Yeah, we toss yeah. those ones because they're just insignificant. Yeah, don't so matter. don't tweet us. Or we're coming for you, brother. <laughs> so we've each compiled our list, uh, depending on uh, our own uh, translations of what uh, what counts as uh, the quality of each of Hogan's title reigns. And then we're going to try to come to a cumulative consensus of uh, how it's properly ranked based on each of these factors and based on how we present them. And, and that's where we'll become master debaters. <laughs> and with this may or may not work. I really don't know. Like, the goal is to come mm -hmm. to a, a, an agreement on these, but this might end up being totally inconclusive. Well, two of the three of us are drunk, so. Well, I'm not drunk. Yet. Well, I'm drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just now getting drunk. Like, well, me too. Yeah. Well, so it's no longer buzzed wrestling history. Yeah. It's officially drunk wrestling history. And slightly hungover wrestling history. 
Well, you know, I'm a professional, so I didn't drink last night. Yeah, well, I had to get through that fucking pay-per-view that we're going to be reviewing later <laughs> on. <laughs> I hear you, brother. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So do you want me to run through his 12 official and two unofficial title ma- sure. or title reigns? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Okay, so let's start out with the two that don't count. Okay, so there were 12 official title reigns, but two of them are, well, 14, but two of them are thrown out. So there's 12 official. The two that were thrown out, one of them he defeated Sting. And that was on December 29th, 1997, which would have been a, like maybe a week after Starcade 97. And he was stripped of the title on January 8th, 98. So that is technically reign number nine. We're not counting that shit. The other one we're not counting is what would be his 13th reign. And that would be in WCW again. And that would be the infamous Bass Bash at the Beach 2000, where Jeff Jarrett entered the ring, laid down, Hogan pinned him. And then later in the match, there was a, uh, or later in the card, there was a match between Jeff Jarrett and Booker T. That's out. That doesn't count. So neither of those reigns are being counted in the official 12. So let's start off with his first reign, which, gentlemen, I think we can agree this was number one. I don't know how anything other than this could be number one. If you argue against this as being number one, probably not a wrestling fan. Or, or, um, or maybe you're a certain age, you know, like maybe you were too young to have seen any of it. I guess maybe, like, say, but like, like just say, read about it, you know? Yeah. 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 That's true. I mean, but say you're like 10 years younger than us. Right. And you started watching wrestling in the mid nineties. So this is already 10 years in the past at this point. It, so it is. maybe, you know, but I don't, but yeah, you're right though. If you read it, I mean, just, so he was champion for 1,474 days. Uh, dude. That alone. Do the quick math. Right. There have only been maybe two or three title reigns longer than that. I guess Bruno had, would have had yeah, Bruno one or was two. longer. It was like six years or some shit. And the second one was maybe longer too. Yeah. But I'm not sure. And then yeah. Backland, Backland might've been just short of this. I'm not sure. Backland had a long Yeah, Backland was like three years, I think. Okay. So the only other one that would be longer would be Moolah. But Moolah actually owned that championship, so you can't even really count that. Yeah, you know and now I mean? granted, that was before the age of pay-per-view. Exactly. So I'm sure things would have been a lot different back then had pay-per-view existed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, all that aside, 1,500 fucking days as champion? Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. like almost five years. I would say it's the best title reign of the last... Fuck. Of my th- generation. It's the biggest title reign It's, it's the biggest title ever. reign of the last 40 years. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as right. long as I've been watching wrestling, which is 84, 85, right. There's no bigger title reign. Yeah. And given what it did for the business, the birth of Hulkamania, rock and wrestling, WrestleMania would yeah. not the, be a the thing. The stardom and the intention drawn, not just towards WWF, but towards the industry as a whole. Yeah. And yeah. becoming yeah. a mainstream thing. First reign defeated Iron Sheik on January 23rd, 1984, lost the title in very controversial fashion. To Andre the Giant on February 5th, 1988, as Ed, you said, 1,474 days as world champion. My rank, number one. Absolutely. Um, And you're right. It was very controversial fashion. I think, I mean, nobody ever had to get plastic surgery before for someone to uh, lose a title. Like, this was unprecedented. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's dedication to your craft. Uh, Yeah, above and beyond his job description, really. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Adam, I'm assuming you agree with this one? Yeah, so do I just write it on here? Because, um, yeah, that doesn't... No, work. it already... I wrote it. So... We, we have, have sticky some, notes. Yeah, so we have post-its on the table, and we just... I just wrote one one through 12 on each one. 
Um, no, Adam, just put Adam, look put at his in, two. No, the tell reason, the listening crowd. Just put them in order. How you know good what I mean? Just physically is. move them around. Oh, you don't the, have to write oh, anything. The, on oh, it. these represent the reins that he had. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought these were the reins. Okay, yes, totally agree about that one. Adam, yeah. would you like to describe his two to the listening audience? His two on the sticky note. It looks like the Russian hammer and sickle. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna get a picture of this on. Uh, on Twitter really quick. Yeah, I'm a little bit drunk and my handwriting is shit when I'm sober. <laughs> so I drew half so, a two and then I drew like a line across it to complete said two. So And yeah, it ended up looking like a fucking hammer and sickle. <laughs> or or to the clean audience, it looks like a, a three quarters letter Q. Yes. It could it could also be um, there could be some uh, tips on how to look at this, pun intended. Because <laughs> you could you can see there's a little bit of... Gr- okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, so number one is his very first title reign, defeating the Iron Sheik. Absolutely. And if you are a fan of wrestling, I don't know how you could argue against that. No matter when you started, when you finished watching wrestling, that's number one. His second official WWF title reign began on April 2nd, 1989, defeated the great Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania five. Lost the title to the Ultimate Warrior on April 1st, 1990 at WrestleMania 6. Total days of that reign, 364, one day shy of a full calendar year. So right now, I want, I want to bring in, I should have done it on the first one. So I don't know how you, what kind of data you, so you have a spreadsheet, right? Uh, I have schemes and schematics. Okay. I made a spreadsheet of all these title reigns. It was like very advanced for me. Um, I had to have Carissa help me out with it. That's Again, not a very drunk thing to do. Again, the budget no. went up here at the Drunker Dome. Yes, we now have uh, numbers for Apple. Um, <laughs> Fuck Excel. So what I did is, in addition to um, how long it was, I also put a few highlights like of who he worked with and who he beat in that time. Okay, so you did way more research than I, because I just have who he beat. That's typically how the show goes. I do the research, and you just kind of phone it in. Oh, Dude, I'm the <laughs> color commentator of this thing. Yeah, right. Um, so the first one, just really quick, uh, he beat Roddy Piper, he beat Paul Orndorff, he beat uh, Bundy, he beat Andre. He headlined the first three WrestleManias during that title reign. Yes, he so did. So I should have said that before. So now with this second one, um, right, he beat Macho Man. And then I kind of looked at what he did because it was only at four pay-per-views a year at the time. So I looked at what he did on Saturday right. Night's main events as well because those would have been like the 80s equivalent of the monthly pay-per-views now. Right. So in that year, he... Um, he beat Macho Man by Countout on a, on a Saturday Night's Main event. That was the year where he had the cage match with Boss Man, which is my favorite cage match of all time. That cage match is crazy. Suplex Boss Man off the top of the fucking cage. He won a Royal Rumble, too. He won a Royal Rumble, um, which he's the only person as champion to ever have done that, right? Uh, that would be correct. Yeah, okay. Um, he beat Honky Tonk Man, who was no fucking joke at the time. Oh, dude, know? Honky Tonky Man was... Right. Yeah, he was at the top of his game. Then. Yeah, he was like a gimmick, like kind of a bit of a comedy act. But I mean, he's the, still the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Right. He also beat Zeus. So in that in that same year. So I have this as number two. <clears throat> OK, I have that as number five. OK, so now 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 we got a show. Now we become master debaters. Right. <laughs> this is where it begins. Whip it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, where do you have this one? So his second so, reign, you have his number two. I do, because for those reasons. I mean, actually, so... But I, it was less than a year. Yeah, but I think that's the only... I think he's only had one that was over a year, right? No. Oh, am I wrong about that? Yeah. 
Which one was longer than He's the He's got year? a couple. Well, I mean, we're going to get to that. Okay. But, okay, we'll so you have this as number two. I have this as number two. I and have this as five. So I, I counted. And I have this as two. Okay. So the way I ranked him was I took, uh, I weighted it most heavily toward the length of the reign. Okay. But I also really took into account what he did in that, during that reign. Because what's, you know, what good's a reign if you don't really do shit during it? So I gave him a lot of credit for winning the Royal Rumble. And in terms of who he beat and who he lost it to, I could see where you would come in with this at number mm-hmm. two because Savage, obviously, in 89, right. was, you could argue at the top of being Randy Savage. So maybe this is where he kind of peaked. Well, he won it from the number three guy in the company and he lost it to the number two guy in the company. Well, and he was passing the torch too because he was going off to make movies. Hogan yeah. was going to become a movie star, right? Right. So he's like, let's just get the next guy in wrestling on his way. He was passing, he, he was doing things the right way. Yeah. And he passed the torch in the best way possible. Right. He did do the um, the spot with the ref bump to uh, protect himself. Of but, course he did. But that's of Hogan. Of course he did. But that, you know what? Hogan was smart. Uh, he, maybe he knew like six years later, hey, I might have this NWO thing going on. Got to protect the gimmick, brother. Yeah. All right. So I have this as five. You and Adam have this as number two. So democratically, we should put this as number two, but maybe move on to the third reign and we'll move on and see what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. See how to move. All right. Okay. So this is on standby. Third reign. Official. WWF defeated Sergeant Slaughter at WrestleMania 7, March 24th, 1991. Lost to The Undertaker. Survivor Series. November 27th, 1991. Total length of the reign, 248 days. So I have this. This is my number five. Okay, this is my number six. So we're close. Okay, we're close. What about you, Adam? This is my, this is my number six. Okay, so we're all kind of in the neighborhood on that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I, kinda, right. I sort of expected that. Yeah, he didn't really do a whole lot of champion because he had it. Yeah, 248 days. He lost it in the Survivor Series. Right. Really faced slaughter a lot. He, be, he had a lot of matches with Slaughter and yeah. he had a tag match at SummerSlam. Right. So that would have been the one big show in between his, his win and his loss. Right. Was SummerSlam. So, okay. So. We're close on that one. Yeah. Fourth. I'll tell, tell you what. Just to simplify this, I'll go with six and we can put this one in, in the sixth place. Okay. So six is official. Yeah. Six is on the board. So put his number three and six in, in this number six position. This is like WCW. Math is hard. <laughs> Hold up. The I didn't... You know, the I, sixth reign or... No, I was third really... Reign, third reign in the sixth position. Yes. Yes. Okay. I okay. really underestimated uh, how complicated post-it <laughs> notes with numbers are. Oh, no. This is great. This is exactly how this should go. It is a drunk wrestling history show, folks. This is how we reason. Fourth official WWF reign. Defeated The Undertaker. Tuesday in Texas, December 3rd, 1991. Title vacated December 7th, 1991. Total days as champion, four. My rank, 11. Okay, I ranked at 12. Seven. Seven? Seven. A four-day reign where he defeated nobody in between. (laughs) Seven. And didn't even lose it to anyone? To Adam's credit, he became a fan in 2000. Okay. All right. Well, so WCW wasn't even on his radar, no. really. Like, so uh, I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to. Fu- I'm trying, trying to find fu- like more of like the, the, that <laughs> the impact of uh, or that 
uh, was uh, produced with each of his title reigns. I think there were some that were worse than this. Uh, maybe like a four-day a four day reign, It's I see it as more neutral. Like, uh, you got the title. Let me take it away. You didn't do shit. Is oh. it because he beat The Undertaker? Is that why that no. waited into number seven? No. It okay. shouldn't be because Undertaker was was new. not a big deal yet. He'd only been there a year. Right. I mean, I, wow, I, would seven. Say, I would say this is more of like on the value of negative one, zero, and one uh, being positive. I would put this <laughs> as <What>? zero. Literally <laughs> nothing happened. That's why this is more of a, uh, okay. a very neutral. I get what you're saying. Me. Yeah. Nothing good happened, but nothing bad happened. Exactly. Okay. Um, no, but with your Evans, I mean, I could definitely move it aside because of... Because I had it as 11 because, like Ed said, Undertaker was not a big deal at this yeah. point. This, in my mind, this made The Undertaker. Right. Undertaker's the one who got over, and it was also yes. kind of a fuck finish because, um, who was it? Flair got involved, right? Right, correct. Yeah, like Hogan didn't even beat him clean. Right. Right? It was a bullshit win, and he got yes. stripped of it four days later. But it made Undertaker as a main event player because he's officially been heavyweight champion. Right. But so, it didn't do shit for Hogan. Like, yeah. it, to me, I have this ranked as 11, and uh, we're going to go into official reign number t uh, five here. Okay. Defeated Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9, April 4th, 1993. Lost to Yokozuna at King of the Ring, June 13th, 1993. Total days as champion. 70, I have this ranked as number 12 for me. Wow, I have this ranked at sep um, 7. We and are not even close. We're and way I way have this at, at 9. Okay. Well, to me, because th he won the belt, not even in an official match. So that was already a knock against Well, this no, thing. it wasn't an official match, and it was, it was an impromptu match. Uh, garbage, dude. It was garbage, yeah. Garbage. Um, and he had one defense, and it was two Yokozuna, and he lost. Yeah. Um, to me, this was his worst. A step get, above his Undertaker. Yeah, I guess the only reason I gave it I gave it a little bit higher was because he beat Yoko, which Yoko at the time was a monster. Who had already wrestled you know? the match against Brett. Well, yeah. The top guy um, in the company. Yeah. That's but what, did okay. he really beat Yoko, or was it because Fuji nailed him? And yeah, and Hogan, Fuji threw salt Hogan, in his Hogan, eyes Hogan after he wrestled Brett. All right, you guys are making good points. This is why um, it's my last one. He, he defeated him in, okay, uh, quote-unquote, match. Had no defenses in between, from WrestleMania to King of the Ring. And then lost it in his first defense. Okay, I'll agree with you. I'll put this at 12, and I'll move the other one to 11, because I think you're right, because um, at least he beat Undertaker, like, in a... Uh, that was it, a match. It, it was a match. It yeah. was, and it wasn't after Undertaker had just beaten uh, the champion. So, yeah, okay. they both came in fresh. All right. Okay, so we are in agreement on his fourth reign and his fifth reign. At 11 and 12. I think so. Okay. And we also agreed on his third reign being at number six. Yeah. Okay. I would like to point out I'm giving in a little easily on this. You really are. Yeah. Well, I blame the bullet. Well, burden. I'm looking at the clock and, you know, we try, we're trying to keep this to 45 <laughs> minutes. We're trying. Yeah. Okay. Good shape so far. Sixth yeah. official reign. This would be in now WCW who Hogan had defected to in the summer of 94, defeated Ric Flair on July 17th, 1994, lost to the Giant on October 29th, 1995. Length of reign, 469 days. Okay, so I have this at number four. I do as well. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. And 
just some really brief highlights. Um, he won it from Flair, which that's that's a big deal. He beat Flair in a cage. He beat the Butcher, whoever the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> he beat he beat Vader um, by DQ. He beat Vader in a strap match, which is I can't believe Hogan did a strap match. Um, he he won a tag match, but I forget who it was with. He beat Vader in a cage. He won War Games. And uh, he did won you see that. similarities to WWF? During that first reign. Yeah, right. They made him really They're strong. They're feeding him, guys. Right. It was like, exactly, yeah. There was a lot of celebrity involved in his title win. Shaq, Mr. T. Right. really doing it up like WrestleMania with the celebrities. Feeding him big guys. Vader, The Butcher, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah. The Shark. Like, they're just feeding him, guys, to beat. There was a lot of similarity between this and his WWF reign. Right, and I kept track of how many pay-per-views he wrestled on. I don't have the number of pay-per-views, but he skipped only two in that whole time. There you go. So he was, he was a very active champion. Yes, he was. So we have one, six, 11, 12, and four locked in. Okay. Wow. Moving right along. Exact Next up. That I had. Yeah. Seventh right. official reign. Again, WCW defeated the Giant on August 10th, 1996. Held the title until August 4th, 1997, where he lost it to Lex Luger. Total days as champion, 359. And I'm going to jump into his eighth reign because these two really link up. Defeated Lex Luger on August 9th, which would be five days after he lost it. Held that title until December 28th, 1997, which Starcade 97, where he lost the title to Sting. First reign in his seventh would be 359 days. Eighth reign, 141 days. So that combined, you're looking at 500 days as champion. I have, I combined those two really. I didn't count them as two separate reigns because I mean, five days between championships. I have that as my number two. Wow. Okay. So I have those as, I, I didn't combine them. Okay. But we, okay, just to make it simple, um, I have them at four and five. Okay. So we could just call it four and I just have, have five. Yeah. What do you have? I have three and four because I did that same thing. I pretty much combined them. Okay. So I have this tied because the birth of the NWO happened in June of 96. Hogan became champion in August of that year. And I felt really solidified the NWO as that group at the top of the card. He didn't need to be champion necessarily. Right. But it made the NWO a lot cooler and a lot more formidable that he was heavyweight champion and head of the NWO. That's why I combined those two and gave it number two. That, to me, made the WCW as formidable as WWF in 85. That made them ascend to where they almost knocked WWF out of business. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'll move it, I'll move it to two. Wow. And just in combine. Cause you're totally are you just right. being nice? No, on, uh, this one, no, a couple of them I have been. Or, um, or, I mean, I'll say it's two. Adam still has his input. But... um. I wasn't really taking into account the, the NWO part of it. It really um, solidified totally right. it, right? Yeah, it really did. And you're right. This is when they started winning the ratings war. Yes. So, yeah. I should have given this more credit than I, than I did. Like, you got to give Hogan credit here. Love him or hate him, the guy reinvented himself. Yeah. He's no fucking joke, dude. Uh, I mean, it was to an go- impactful reign. Like, there was so much, Or he won this title, created the face of it literally and figuratively and uh he was just still able to grow the 
this next to uh, his uh, first title reign, I'd say it's more of like quality of bringing in the business, and then uh, this second one of him just being, just being Hogan and exercising his power. Well, and he showed in his first reign in the WWF what he could do as a face. Yeah. This was the polar opposite where he showed what he could do as a heel. And, and we just nobody ever range. saw it coming. You know, you never, nobody. I didn't watch it the time, but I, I remember hearing at school Hogan turned heel. I was like, "What? You gotta be fucking yeah. kidding me!" Yeah, yeah. And you're you right. Never he saw did. it happening. And you're right. He did. He reinvented himself completely. And he did do that several times. You know, he yeah. like, he did it. I mean, he reinvented himself in WWF. He did. After, you know, after coming from a uh, AW <laughs> AWA. Um, AWA. Yeah, I knew what you meant. And then he reinvented himself as a heel. Yeah. And then he then he reinvented himself as a babyface when he banged Bubba, the Love Sponge's wife. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So two and three. Lucky. Is that our contestants? No. Well, he kind of combined them into one. I kind of rolled them into one, so and I had a tie. So I don't actually have a number three on my list. I have a number four. And that would have been where he defeated Ric Flair, and we agree. Okay, on that let's one. make it simple. Let's make it two and three. Okay. Because it is two yeah. reigns, and we can put them in 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 order in chronological order because one was shorter than the other. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. So make yeah. the seventh reign the number His two. First one. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna grab a beer while you get started two. on the next one. Okay. It's keeping it professional. Would that here, also folks. would that also mean uh, his uh, second second WWE reign becomes number four? Well, we haven't. Ag- well, no, we haven't. Okay. Because okay. I have it at five. So, well, here's the conversation now. Is his second reign in the WWF greater than his? Greater than his NWA. first win in WCW. What? So where we have the difference in four and five now is his second reign in the WWF where he defeated Savage at five versus his sixth reign official, which would be his first reign in WCW where he beat Flair and became champion of WCW and really started to make them like a legitimate, okay, WCW is like a player now. They have Hogan. Wait, you're talking about his that title reign versus the... The one where he beat Macho Man? Right. Yeah, I think we agreed we put this one in front of Macho Man. The WCW reign? Yeah. Okay, so the WCW reign, Adam, which would be his sixth official reign, would be number four. And then his second reign as WWF champion would be number five. Adam's confused as I am. Then what's two? Number two is going to be his seven. The seventh reign. Yep, so seven, eight, correct. And then two. <laughs> and then six. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay, Why two we, and okay, six. I, there we go. There we go. I knew yeah. this was going to be the most complicated podcast anyone's ever done. When <laughs> we'll you wrap it up it. for everyone. For those lost at home like us here at the table. Yeah. We'll wrap it up for you guys. I mean, you're trying to right. do a long division in your head while you're in your car. We need to Scott work. Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's taking a picture so everybody can see how fucked up this really is. Yeah. Ninth official reign, WCW. Defeated Randy Savage on April 20th, 1998. Lost to Goldberg on July, which was free on a Monday Nitro, which is fucking insane. Lost to Goldberg on July 6th, 1998. Total length of reign, 77 days. I I, have this as my number seven. Okay, I have a number eight. That's close. Yeah. That's close. So my argument for this was... It's kind of the same as what would be reign number six. But basically, you're switching out Undertaker for Goldberg. Goldberg already became like the biggest star on the WCW's roster. 
But Hogan basically giving him the title was his big exclamation point. Like he was making the next big guy in the company. So that's why I put it as number seven. Okay. On this is overall, which, which one overall? Well, I have it as my seven. No, no. He's saying which title reign was title it? Title reign. Oh, number nine. Okay, just to make sure, because I, I would also have seven if that's the case. Okay. Okay, I'll agree with you guys. Okay, next, his 10th official reign, again in WCW, defeated Kevin Nash on January 4th, 1999. And you may remember this as, well, I know Ricochet really remembers this <laughs> as the finger poke of doom. Lost to Ric Flair on March 14th, 1999. Length of reign, 69 days. I have this as my number 10. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Ricochet's finger poke of doom, and then you said 69, 69 and I'm days, a little drunk. Yeah. And, it all, it all and tied I'm together like a, And I'm like a child. <laughs> well, we are master debaters. <laughs> I have this uh, as my number 10. Okay, I have it as 9. What do you I have? I have it at the bottom for 12. Oh, wow. okay. You have this 12. Is it, is it because of how it came to be with it, the finger poke of, of doom? How, how it came to be and the effects yeah. of it. I think just this particular one just uh, started the entire ripple effect that eventually dissolved WCW. That's true. Just the, I don't disagree with that. There's the entire concept of, like, there's now Brock Lesnar, who's always holding a heavyweight title hostage, and he works part-time. I would say, like... WCW invested so much money in Hogan that they're just going to ruin the entire industry for any upcomer like uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Booker T and any other ones who are potential heavyweights that really deserve that title, except they didn't get as many reigns in WCW because Hogan kept getting it. And so I think uh, this was probably the one where I think the crowd was like, Hogan, cool, but... God damn it. Enough. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Enough. So, yeah, that's how that's why I put it on the bottom because this particular title reign dissolved the company. Well, it, it didn't dissolve the company, but it started but, the But ball it was rolling. a big factor. But it did get better for Hogan. Right? Because he did have a face turn during the next title reign. So, yeah. it wasn't the end of Hogan and the company. Technically, there was still a reign left for Hogan in there. But the momentum in, was already started. I mean, yeah, he could in definitely turn yes. face, but things start. Yeah, things started moving that direction towards dissolution. Okay, would you be willing to put this at number ten? I have it at be ten. That's where I, it was. It's my number ten. Okay, it's my number ten also because we already have eleven and twelve dictated as such. I would be willing to. Okay, so yeah. we have this at number be ten. Cool. I don't want to end up with a hung jury type least, situation. Well, no, because uh, at least. I want a regular jury. At least if it's in that bottom part, then that's actually fine. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, in my notes, I wrote that, I put it number 10, but I put, um, I docked it a couple spots because of the finger poke of doom too. Yeah, that was I, horrible. Right, and I originally, when I looked at this, had that at number 12. And then I looked at his WWF reigns and I was like, oh fuck, those were way worse. Yeah. I mean, how do you? Like, okay, yeah. it was bullshit the way it went down. It's shitty. But I mean, at the same time, I can't rank it as the worst. Yeah. Because there were he did still have a seventy day reign. And uh, exactly, he, exactly. And look, ultimately at the end of this reign, he put over Ric Flair, which hadn't happened yet. That's he true. owed Ric Flair one in my mind. Yeah. And he gave it back to him, and that's why I couldn't rank it as last. That's a good point. That was a cage match too. Yeah, and he finally gave Flair that win. So yeah. that's why I didn't shit all over him and put this at twelve. Yeah. All right. So, 11th official reign, again, WCW, and this would be his last WCW title win. 
Defeated Randy Savage on July 12th, 1999. Lost to Sting. And this would be his run where he turned face during the title run. Lost to Sting on September 12th, 1999. Official length of reign, 62 days. I have this as my number eight. And only because of the face I, turn, the, the rebirth of Hulkamania. That's why I gave this number eight. So I numbered these differently. I numbered them one through six WWE and one through six WCW. Oh, you had them separate then. I just, I don't know why. I mean, there was no reason. I, did, I don't know why I did it that way. I wish I would have talked to you about this first. What number reign would that be for WCW? This would be... Because I'm lost. Oh, this would be the last one, number six. Okay, six. You had that what number? Uh, Total overall number eight. Okay, I have a number nine. Okay. What about That's you? I, ha- I had it at, as a second to last. So 11? It, yeah. As 11. So in the list that we made, I would be willing to move it up to nine. And I only put okay. this as high yeah. as eight. And I could flip eight and nine. I'm, I, I'm good at putting it at nine. Yeah. The only reason I put it as eight, the rebirth of Hulkamania, it showed that there was still money to be made with the Hulk Hogan Hulkamania character. Now, see, I didn't realize that. So yeah, I might have put it higher if I realized that. Okay, that's why I put it at eight. I mean, there wasn't a big difference to me between eight and nine on my list. Spoiler, his next one is number nine for me. Okay. But because they showed that there was still money in the Hulkamania character, which WWF slash WWE ended up making money off of later, Yeah. that's why I rated this higher. Okay. Well, we can meet in the middle with Adam and call it nine. I'm good with that. Okay. It's nine. This is actually working better than I thought it was going to be. Well, the listeners at home are totally fucking confused. They have no idea. Oh, what they're fucked. Mean. They're yeah. fucked. We'll clean it up at the end for you. They're, it's like they're listening to a podcast about trigonometry or something. No, they're listening to a Steiner math podcast or a Steiner <laughs> math promo. Yeah. Uh, last of yeah, Matt the, Stryker the, the, to do the teaching for us. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the few who are still listening. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Last official reign, and this would have been the WWE Undisputed title, Defeated Triple H on April 21st, 2002. Lost to The Undertaker May 19th, 2002. Official length of reign, 28 days. And I have this at number nine, but I'm guessing this falls in at actually at number eight. I have this at number 11. Wow. The length of reign? Because he didn't do anything. Yeah, no, I got you. You know, besides it, it was short, so it's less than a month. It was pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Yeah. And I don't think he even beat... I mean, there were no pay-per-view matches in between, so no matches no. that were big. I right. doubt he even defended it on SmackDown. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. don't think he did. No, I no. can see your rating. No, he just yeah. uh, walked out playing it like a guitar for four weeks between pay-per-views. Yeah. But to me, it showed that WWF saw value and money still in the Hulkamania character. Right. And they were willing to put him at the top of the card. Granted, it was a last hurrah. Yeah. Sure, I get it. But it showed that they still had faith in Hulk Hogan. And to me, it still wasn't as bad as his fourth reign and his fifth reign. And that's why I put it at number nine. But I can put it at number eight. I'm good with you guys putting it at number eight. It's kind of the last open spot. So that's... Originally, this was lower in my list. But with the context that we've done to fill it up, I can move it up into eight spot. Okay, so should we clean this up then and really like lay it out for people? So, like, we've kind of gone all over the board with numbers here. Oh, no, this is the most convoluted fucking podcast anyone's ever heard. <laughs> oh, 100%. Right? This is the... But now is where we tie this, it all together. This we'll is put not the crazy good, glue on it. This is not a good episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whose idea was this? What the fuck? I think it was yours. God damn it. And I knew it was going to be a... I knew it was going to be a mess. Boys and girls, grab a beer and do some math, baby. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, we ask you all to do a shot, and then now we're going to wrap it up for you. <laughs> yeah. So... Number one on our list is his first official reign as WWF champion, where he defeated the Iron Sheik. Second reign, or second overall, 
is going to be his seventh official reign in WCW where he defeated the Giant. Third overall would be his eighth reign in WCW where he defeated Lex Luger, still as the NWO champion technically. Fourth overall is going to be his second reign in the WWF. Fifth overall is going to be his sixth reign as champion. That was in WCW where he defeated Ric Flair. Four, five, sixth overall reign is going to be his third championship win in the WWF. Seventh overall reign is going to be his ninth championship, which was in WCW. Eighth overall is going to be his 12th reign. Undisputed. Ninth, yep, his undisputed. Ninth overall is going to be his 11th championship win. Tenth overall is going to be his 10th championship win. Eleventh overall would be his fourth win. Twelfth overall would be his fifth win. So thank you for following along. I hope you enjoyed your shots and your Steiner math. Yeah, I think you wrapped that up nicely. Yeah, that was yeah. 33 and a third percent effective. Right. <laughs> yeah, if your head's still screwed on, right? Um, go have a drink. Do we, do we just throw fractions into this one? Yes, well? we did. We did. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. I think we, we got this. I'm actually surprised we didn't I thought go this to taken, as much war as Yeah, have. I would have yeah. thought this would have taken three days. A few surprises, but uh, we were we're gentlemen. We discussed them I properly. A, and I have a gentleman's buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Should I run through it one more time just to give the numbers? 178, 263, 9, 12, 11, 10, 4, and 5. There you go. Look up as 12 wins. We're not counting those other two screwy ones we talked about at the beginning. That wraps it up. That's so, it, and that's all. So uh, let us know what you think. Show us your report cards and how you're going to celebrate uh, getting uh, getting your particular uh, ranking list uh, all assembled. Uh, definitely want to hear uh, what you think about it. And uh, hopefully your brains did not melt as much. I mean, school's recently uh, just restarted. Uh, I hope uh, this was a good lesson for all of you parents. I'm sure it was a great lesson for everybody. Yeah. To those of you who are parents, uh, tr try to do some uh, math with your kids. And, uh, yeah, bless your hearts for uh, growing our education system. That takes care of uh, Hogan. <laughs> that takes care of uh, Hogan's reigns uh, with us. Uh, just want to quickly remind you to always enjoy your buzz, watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody's watching. Also, in the meantime, uh, do wash your hands, wear masks, stay six feet apart, and oh yeah, get those uh, get those T-shirts on whatmaneuver.net. Oh, so yeah. you so you look good so you look good whether you're, uh, when you're uh, attending virtual school, that'll be a conversation starter. That takes care of it. All right, ready? One, two, three. Hulkamania five. Cheers. Just one accent, they are.